Hi there, this is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. Again, we're going to go into the spiritual narcissism, okay? Um, the reason why I'm bringing up this subject again is because I hear it quite often, and it's a reoccurring issue. And unfortunately, um, the spiritual narcissist is what keeps a lot of really good people really good godly people in a relationship in a marriage uh, that should have been dissolved a long time ago okay so they're going to use scripture they're going to use things that um, you would you know you in your mind this is where the confusion happens because in your mind you say yes that is true but there's just something off about what you're saying and so that's why it is so important to listen to the spirit behind the things that they say. Just remember that Judas uh, Iscariot, uh, who was the betrayer of Jesus, uh, followed God or followed Jesus Christ um, while he was on earth. And yet um, he followed him with his feet, but he didn't follow him with his heart. There's a lot of spiritual narcissists that will go to church they will go to bible studies they will attend more religious activity um, than maybe a true christian will remember pharisees um, in the bible were the spiritual leaders of the day they were the religious leaders of the day and they quoted a lot of scripture just like satan did when he tempted uh, jesus in the wilderness they will use scripture but they pervert the word of god okay um i remember so many times i'd be like yeah you're right but and the problem is is this is they use witchcraft really i mean we're not we're not saying they're casting spells and uh but but in a, in a sense one sense that they are they they may not uh dre dress or act like you know they may not have if it's a woman she may not have a a cauldron and wear a hat or, or ride around on a broom um, but in reality whenever people are distorting your words and they're doing it on purpose it is a form of witchcraft it just is and and so when you go through that the confusion is undeniable and you as a good person you're you're trying to you're thinking well you know it, like for instance if another true brother or sister in Christ had a difference in Scripture for the most part we're going to talk about that we're going to we're going to reason together and we're going to say here's my perspective and here's your perspective and we may at the end of the day agree to disagree but when you're dealing with a, a narcissist everything that you do is wrong everything that they say is right and so they can take something that is true and put a spin on it a twist on it that now they're abusing the bible for their own means uh, this is so typical i wish it weren't and i wish that they didn't have this sort of power but you have to understand that that's what satan does he for the most part 
he's going to get, the Bible calls him, you know, the angel of light. And so he looks like the real deal. He can sound like the real deal. That, that's why we have preachers today um, that maybe they have a large ministry. And it seemingly like so many people love them. And next thing you find out, um, they were, you know, maybe they were dealing wrongly with money in the church. Maybe they, they've had affairs um, and the list will go on is because these people really, you know, don't really know Jesus Christ to the Bible. You know, it's one thing to say that Jesus is Lord. There's another thing to submit to that, okay? Jesus himself said, why do you call me Lord and don't do the things I say? Uh, I remember very specifically, um, there were times, uh, you know, when I was in my situation um, where the the Bible would be pulled out. And, you know, if, if someone's pulling out a Bible um, to prove themselves and not to have a, a study, but if, if they're just so set on proving themselves, you can pretty well guarantee that um, that they're not right, okay? Um, it, you know, I think one thing, if, if you want to say, hey, can, can I show you what Scripture says about this? And then there's another um, way of people that do it. They use the Bible as a um, like a like a weapon, weapon of words and manipulation. They're taking what God meant to set us free. So hear this: God, Jesus said, "And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free." But what do they do? They take the word of God and put us into bondage. You see the difference? There's a huge difference. Please listen here. If the person is saying things that, number one, doesn't make sense, or number two, doesn't really fit with the rest of Scripture, because you, you can get into debates about what certain things mean, and really there's no end to that if someone's not willing to hear what is true. But on the same level, here's what I want you to hear. On the same level, they will take the word of God that was meant to give you liberty, meant to give you, um, there, you know, the word of God is also meant to give you correction, but it's all done in love. And these people will take it and they will manipulate it for their own means. Okay. So if you're being controlled by a, a pastor, a church leader, um, even a, uh, you know, a spouse, you know, a, a husband or a wife that pretends to be godly, uh, maybe they're very involved in the church, and and you feel like, man, I, I don't even know that I know the Bible as well as I do. Well, this is another form, because if they can outmaneuver you by out-quoting scriptures or making you feel like you don't know what you're talking about, they've got you manipulated, all right? And so in no way, no how, is this a form of godliness? Um, you know, God is who he is, and his word is not changing. So hear me on that. Because what happens is it doesn't matter if you agree with the Bible. It doesn't matter 
if you agree or, or, or disagree. It, it, truth is truth, and what God says is what God says. So it doesn't change. Now, it can change a person's life if you agree with what God says. I mean, when the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins, that word confess just simply means to agree. I agree that God is right and I am wrong, and that's when we confess. We, when we confess sin, we're saying, I was wrong. God's word is always right. And so here, here's what I want you to think about. Um, when, when a spiritual narcissist, okay, and, and honestly, they're the worst because our, a good person that wants to adhere to the Bible and, and and they may even use the divorce subject. You know, the Bible says that, you know, uh, that that marriage uh, should be for a lifetime, and and that is, that is, yes, that is true, except for the fact there are allowances to get out. Abuse is one of them. Marital infidelity is another. And while you are wanting to do what is right. And they take the word of God and they put some kind of a twist on it. Then the next thing you know, you're questioning yourself. You're questioning, did are they right? Am I right? And what what is happening here is you're being gaslit because they're saying this God that you know all of a sudden is holding you to some kind of prison within their own prison. You, you have to understand. These people make a God in their own mind. I've told this story. I'll tell it again. The day that I, well, number one, when I found out she was cheating with the neighbor, here's what she said to me. The Bible says to love your neighbor as yourself. Now, that neighbor was going um, through some grief. He had lost his wife to cancer. And um, when I would go out of town, my kids would tell me that she would go over there and stay through the night or come home maybe three, four in the morning. And I was told by her that if I did not allow her to love our neighbor as ourself, then she should just get a divorce because I'm keeping her from obeying God's word. Now that's twisted, okay? Especially when you find out later there, you know, were admit uh, there was a complete admittance of you know affairs during that time. I'm talking about his third party, you know, before when I was going through this, it was very painful. But not no longer is it painful. Um, it's sad. It's um, you know it's something that this person chose to do. But what she had done was a day, one of the days that it was like a, a, you know, imagine a bunch of chains being tied, you know, fastened to you. This was one of the chains that was cut one day. And when she, I was standing at the entrance, the doorway of our bedroom and she's laying in bed and we're talking about something and actually having a conversation. I'm like, where in the world did you get that? And um, it, because there was always a twist and sometimes 
I would laugh inside because I'm like, I cannot even believe she is quoting that she just doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, to the day when she said to me, hey, um, you know, my God would never do that. My Holy Spirit would never do that. Now, I hear that a lot out there, actually, because if you're saying things like that, or you're saying, well, God would never when he did <laughs> and he would, then you created a God in your own imagination. Um, it's part of breaking the Ten Commandments when the Bible says that you will have no other gods before me. What, do you, what, were, what were the gods, the little g, um, that the Old Testament was talking about? Um, typically, it was where they... Uh, formed or, or fashioned, as the Bible calls, you know, maybe gold, silver, maybe wooden objects that they would create in their own mind that now this is the God of the harvest, let's say, okay? And so we're going to, <laughs> the same people that carved the image, are they're now bowing down and worshiping the image. No, just, okay. So as much as that doesn't make sense, we, people do that all the time. They don't physically carve, um, you know, an object. They don't maybe physically bow to it. But when you create something in your head that does not exist, okay, that I'm talking about um, a non-reality. I'm not talking about creative means. I'm not talking about something like Elon Musk or somebody. I'm not, not saying that. What I'm talking about is when you're referring to God, and you're referring to his word and it it is twisted it's perverted it's not said in the same spirit because you know frankly the pharisees uh religious leaders the sadducees religious leaders um even uh satan himself will often quote scripture and just because they claim that they know christ does not mean they do listen uh, there be many people out there that claim a lot of things. Um, there, I've had people, um, you know, in workplace claim that they purchased something from um, maybe a store that I worked in. I'm thinking about a particular subject when I was 17 years old, and and I said, "Sir, we don't even sell those here." And uh, I didn't know what else to say. I'm trying to be cordial. And it was a sander, and I was 17 years old, and it, this guy was a Boy Scout leader of all things. He took that sander, it was a heavy belt sander, and if you know anything about a belt sander, they, they have a lot of weight to them typically. And he literally threw it at me, and he hit me in the chest, and it bruised me, okay? That guy can fight, he can complain, he can even throw a sander, but at the end of the day, we did not sell them. He wanted me to replace it. I'm not going to replace something that we do not sell. And so no matter how much he, he, he made a case that he bought it at Sears, it, it was not true. Oh, but if you were watching from the outside, he had a very convincing story. He told me the story about how he came in and he purchased it. And um, he even made up a name or something uh who he bought it from and when he bought it and he remembers specifically going to that mall well i knew good and well that that sander that that name brand was not a line that we carried so 
we know that we're dealing with somebody either delusional, someone who is a sociopathic liar, or he was really mistaken and he thought he purchased it there. Either way, he created a story in his head that did not exist. People create gods all the time that do not exist. Just because they label their God Jesus, just because they label their God the Holy Spirit, just because they label the Bible as their source of truth, doesn't mean one iota of the truth. Um, you know, all day long, I can say that I have a let's just throw something out there a canadian um i i'm part of the 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 uh, the country of canada i have a citizenship of canada i i can sit there and tell you and weave a story that anybody and everybody are, is most likely going to believe why would i lie about it right and in reality maybe i wasn't ever actually in canada even but I sit there and tell you about us. Just because I say it doesn't make it true. Um, these people, if they're using words of the Bible to manipulate you, to control you, to make you fear, to make you feel obligation, uh, to make you feel guilty, they're not of God. It, it, it's just as simple as that. There's not anything more that I really need to elaborate on because the fact that they say something, they've got words, but we know that from history and from uh, politics all the time, just because a politician is out there uh, on the campaign trail saying that they won't do this or that or they will do this or that, and they get hired and they do the exact opposite because they were telling you what you wanted to hear a narcissistic person when they get in front of a counselor they will tell the counselor everything that they want to hear at times they will quote scriptures um, they will uh, quote maybe books or something they read and maybe they will study up on things better than you did and so therefore it's levels of intimidation uh, we feel like we can't compete with these people when in reality you're not supposed to compete with a spouse especially okay in relationship wise we're not competing against each other we're supposed to be there for each other <laughs> it's a big difference but if I could just encourage you that if the person that is in your life is manipulating you through the word of God, and if it's a preacher, there's a big preacher down in Tennessee. A lot of people really like him for some of his political stance. Um, I can't say that I would disagree with some of the things he would say, but it doesn't mean that the rest of him is true. I watch some of his preaching. 
I also uh, listened to his whole message um, the other day that went viral. And, you know, he's a crazy man. And with, with that being said, you know, just because people claim Christ, just because they label themselves as a pastor, a man of God, a prophet, whatever it is. Listen, there were prophets all through, especially the Old Testament. Um, you know, you had uh, Elijah up Mount Carmel. There were 400 prophets against him as a prophet. But the 400 prophets were false prophets. There's Throughout the scripture, there, there's weaved in false prophets. So you don't think they're here today and they claim that they know God. They claim that they can do miracles. They claim they can do all these things. Um, well, it doesn't mean they know Jesus. And more than likely the ones that are boasting the ones that are you know manipulative there's more likely chance that they have no idea who the god of the bible is they they're only manufactured one in their brain the pharisees manufactured a very legalistic god um there's been other um people out there that have manufactured a god in their image that tolerates anything and everything both equally wrong uh, both have created their own god um and listen we can't we get to heaven by doing it god's way not our way uh, you can think that you're doing god a favor now let me tell you something if you think it's it's almost like a you know someone who played a little bit of t-ball in you know first and second grade uh walking to the major leagues and telling them how to hit a ball how to catch a ball um when in reality um they've manufactured something in their heads so big that they feel like they have something um of value that people need to learn from them and we're talking to professional people okay i mean it's it's a laugh we would laugh at that but yet in reality these people that know the right words to say know the right scriptures to quote um they are using it for their own benefit they're not trying to help you they're trying to control you um, they're not trying to work out the relationship. They're actually dividing the relationship. Um, and I could just go on and on about this subject, but in reality, if they're the words they say, the scriptures they use, if it's not meant to set you free, yeah, there's some hard truths in the Word of God. Yes, there's confrontation in the Word of God, but it's done for the the purpose of making that person more like Jesus, understanding truth and being set free. If what they're saying puts you in bondage of sorts, then they're not telling you the truth. Close your ears off to them. Um, have a conversation with someone you trust and let them reaffirm that what they're saying is a lie and you're going to have to learn to break through that. You're going to have to learn to get over that. You're going to have to learn 
to the habits that you were um, manipulated by them, that it no longer works anymore. The greatest power that we have is truth and the truth that sets us free. And then next thing you know, um, we're living and walking that out when we're without them. And uh, I just want to encourage you out there tonight, because uh, it's kind of late tonight as I record this, um, is is to walk in a way in everything that you do in truth and integrity. And when someone is manipulating you, con- trying to control you um, through any means, they are wrong. And I just want to reaffirm you in your thinking um we are not to be controlled by others um we can be uh, taught by others we can learn from others we can share with others but we're not to be forced or manipulated especially when it comes to the word of god so i hope you learned a little bit of something uh whenever you end up listening to this and as always as we find out the truth and the truth that sets us free that is how we overcome evil with good until next time god bless you